So, you guys are obviously familiar with Anne Frank's diary. Nothing funny about that, but, uh, <laughs> they recently discovered dirty jokes within Anne Frank's diary. Did you know that she was writing some dirty jokes up there? I mean, I don't even know... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. I'm going to offend so many people. i got to be careful. Uh, let's get into the story. Uh, the story of Anne Frank's diary has become one of the lasting memories of a teenager's experience of the Holocaust. But researchers were able to uncover even more information announced this week about what the handwritten book contained, according to NPR. The historians found two pages which were hidden underneath brown paper but contained several crossed out phrases. Four dirty jokes and writings about sex education and prostitution. So Anne Frank was a, you know, a closeted comedian. Who knew? And by the way, way to keep your sense of humor while hiding in an attic and scared for your life. I mean, I, I don't even know how, how I would be able to tell jokes. At the, although at that point, you got to tell dirty jokes to just keep yourself fucking sane. I mean, am I right? She was probably trying out the jokes in case they found her in the attic. She was like, well, maybe if I make them laugh, they'll let me go. I mean, that's how I got through, uh, you know, middle school. You know, I was a, I was bullied a little bit because I was so small. I was like a really small kid, uh, like much more, I don't know if I was undernourished or what, but <laughs> I think my mom let me drink too much Mountain Dew as a child. And then all of a sudden I was like, why am I not growing like the other kids? Anyway, so I was picked on and I would tell jokes to, to be liked and to get out of situations. And I end up, ended up becoming a comedian. So maybe Anne Frank was like... She would have became a comedian. She was she was working out her jokes in an attic because she was frightened like I was back on the schoolyard. Okay, the pages were the only ones the young Frank covered, and they were first photographed in 2016 during a condition check of the document, according to the Anne Frank house. Um, they used some sort of uh, backlit flash process software to help the researchers find out what was written. Uh she actually wrote, I'll use this spoiled page to write down, quote, dirty jokes on September 28th, 1942. She then went on to describe how women usually begin to menstruate around 14, noting that it is a sign that she is ripe to have relations with a man, but one doesn't do that, of course, before one is married. Well, that's not really a joke. Um, All men, if they are normal, go with women. Women like that accost them on the street, and then they go together. In Paris, they have big houses for that. Papa has been there. Wow, she's talking about her dad going to a house of prostitution. That's pretty wild, man. She also discussed the importance of sex education, writing as if she was teaching someone else, which allowed her to, to, to discuss her own knowledge about sex while questioning why adults were so secretive about discussing the issues. Did Anne Frank get laid? I want to know that. Uh, Anne Frank writes about sexuality in a disarming way. There uh, is a quote. Like every adolescent, she is curious about this subject. Anyone who reads the passages that have now been discovered will be unable to suppress a smile. The, quote, dirty jokes are classics among growing children. They make it clear that Anne, with all her gifts, was above all also an ordinary girl. Curious about sex. Making jokes about it. That's pretty cool. I think that's great. That does lend her, uh, you know, uh, not that the rest of the diary doesn't, but it does lend her a, sen- a you know, sort of a semblance of humanity. Like she, and ch- just to me, what's really amazing is that she kept her sense of humor throughout uh, a really tough time, uh, and that's just fantastic. So, hey, dip back into the diary. I'm sure there'll be a new edition coming out featuring her dirty jokes, the new Anne Frank diary, <laughs> featuring the new dirty jokes. <laughs> <My> Anne Frank. <laughs> 
<laughs> Crazy, man. That's some weird shit. I love it. American Airlines bans insects, hedgehogs, and goats as emotional support animals. As they should. <laughs> I mean, if it's not a dog or cat, I'm like... Enough of your emotional support animal, all right? You're just trying to avoid paying to store the goddamn thing. Uh, and or you're just trying to avoid avoid store, stowing it away, you know, in general. You want to have it up with you, next to you at all times. You know what? Not animals get to, you know, not all your animals get to do that. And not all your animals are support animals, people. I can't stand you people that are doing this out there. Just lying to have your pet right next to me while I'm trying to fly. Yeah, I don't want your smelly hedgehog. You know, next to me while I'm trying to drink coffee and play video games, okay? I'm trying to have a relaxing flight, you know, back there in the uncomfortable, you know, coach section of the flight. I don't need it to be any more uncomfortable by you because you got a, a, a quote-unquote uh, emotional pet warthog, all right? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> American Airlines is making it very clear. Insects, goats, and hedgehogs cannot be brought on planes as emotional support animals. First of all, insects aren't even animals. And who has a pet insect and bringing it on the plane like it's an emotional support? Yes, this is my emotional support praying mantis. As you can see, it prays for me every day, and that makes me feel emotionally, you know, level. (laughs) You're an ass! Pardon the noise. I live in downtown L.A. (laughs) In any moment now, a helicopter is going to land on my camera. Insects as emotional support animals. Do you know anyone who has an insect as an animal, as a pet, you know, just straight up a pet? You're a weirdo right then and there, okay? And uh, we need to be more worried about, we need to have, like, there's like, if you have a pet insect, period, I'm worried about you sitting next to me on a flight. Whether the insect is there or not, you're a weirdo. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're capable of. You obviously are an, an emotional, unstable individual and a straight up maniac. The airlines... Revisited its guidelines on Monday for comfort animals on flights. Those who want to bring such an animal on board now have to file paperwork 48 hours before each flight, and there are new restrictions on which type of animals are permitted. We support the rights of customers, from veterans to people with disabilities, with the legitimate needs for a trained service or support animal. Yeah, this is my trained cricket. (laughs) Like, what are you... You're insane! (laughs) Unfortunately, untrained animals can lead to safety issues for our team, our customers, and working dogs on board our aircraft. Exactly! I could get attacked! By your f- quote-unquote emotional support, you know, whatever it is. Emotional support animals provide comfort to those suffering from emotional or psychological conditions such as anxiety, depression, and panic attacks. Yeah, yeah, we all have those, okay? No one gets on a flight comfortably anymore, all right? We're all, we all have anxiety on a flight. Since 9-11, it only has gotten worse, okay? No one's boarding a flight like, yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, I'm so calm and cool and collected. No, we're all popping Vicodin. Okay, and Xanax to get through the shit. Okay, you're not special. Go and have anxiety. On, not yeah, we all have anxiety in coach. Okay, the only people that don't have anxiety are up in first class because they're getting free bloody marys all day, and they, you know, and they're getting moist towelettes and massages and shit. The rest of us have anxiety and depression on a flight. Okay, you're not special. You don't get to bring a fucking animal to support you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you might as well let us just masturbate back there. No, I just need to get, you know, I need to masturbate because I'm very stressed right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a flight, you dingbat. Of course it's going to be anxiety-filled. We all have it. You're not special. That's what I'm saying. You don't get to bring animals on because of that, okay? Okay, American Airlines says that some animals are off the limits entirely because they pose a safety or public health risks. These animals include 
insects, goats and hedgehogs, but also ferrets, spiders, non-household birds like chickens and hawks, unclean animals or animals with odor are banned as well. Miniature horses, meanwhile, remain okay as long as they're properly trained. <laughs> a miniature horse on a flight? You bring a miniature horse on a flight? No, you don't bring a miniature horse on the flight. I'll punch you in the face. You're not taking a horse on the flight. Okay, you put the horse in the back. You're not putting the horse next to me. There's no horses in the fucking... It's in the seats, okay? That's a horse-free zone. No smoking, no horses. It says it on the sign. <laughs> By the way, a hawk... If, there's no hawks, okay? No hawks. Who tried to bring a hawk on a flight? This is my emotional... This is my emotional support. Hawk? Yeah, no, yeah, oh my god. People are crazy. I can't, I can't even deal. I can't even deal. <sighs> Both airlines, most airlines are requiring those flying with emotional support animals to sign a form that their animal is well-behaved in addition to asking for a letter signed by a doctor or licensed mental health professional that certifi certifies the passenger needs a comfort animal. Oh, man, I have a feeling that physicians are giving those out like candy, though, these days. I mean, I got a friend back in New York City who got a, who got a, a service dog pass for his dog, and he, that dog was not a service dog whatsoever. It was like this tiny, half-blind little rescue. <laughs> like, they're just giving out these permits, man. This is what I'm afraid of. So our flights, no matter how you slice it, no matter what rules the airlines come up with, people are still going to be bringing their, quote, emotional support animals on. And they're annoying! You're annoying! Stop it! This is Jonesy, and I'm angry. I'm sorry. A student takes Danny DeVito cutout to her prom. Yes, a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito has been taken to the prom. Hilarious. The photo's so funny. So funny. Oh, this is in Pennsylvania, a city by the name of Carlisle. A Pennsylvania high school student took an unorthodox approach to prom and brought a cardboard cutout of actor Danny DeVito to the dance. Oh, that must have been so popular. I would have loved to have danced with Danny DeVito's cardboard cutout. <laughs> Allison Kloss and her famous two-dimensional date joined other Carlisle High School seniors Friday for prom. Kloss purchased the cutout of Danny DeVito online along with a scooter she used to move the figure around with. <laughs> so, so. I love when people do weird shit like this. I mean, the poor girl probably didn't even didn't have a date, and she's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna make fun of this prom by bringing a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito, <laughs> which is a great way to do it. First of all, I didn't go to my prom because I was not cool at all. I know you guys are like Jonesy. How could you possibly not have had a date to your prom? You must have been such a heartthrob back then. Well, no, you'd be surprised to find out. I was uh, not very popular at all in high school. I didn't have very many friends at all, and I did not have a date to my prom. And then we wonder why I became a comedian. <laughs> I was like, won't someone love me? What if I'm funnier than the rest of you? Uh, yeah, no, no dates for Jonesy at the prom. I would have loved to have brought a cardboard cutout of, um, geez, who would it be? Annette Benning, maybe? Or some, some amazing actress? Uh, what about J-Lo? I just... <laughs> I would, I would just bring a cardboard cutout of J-Lo's ass. I would have cut off all the head and, the, and then everything else. It just would have been her, her butt. Like anyone would like would anyone like to dance a few rounds with my JLo butt? Yes, yes. Who have you brought to prom? Oh, Maria, the head cheerleader. Pfft, whatever. Have you seen my JLo ass that I brought to the prom? <laughs> yeah, jealous. <laughs> or like you know you know you know would have been great. I would have brought a cardboard cutout of Aaliyah to my prom because Aaliyah was a, such a fucking angel, man. And I love. I had a, such a crush on her. 
Yeah, rest in peace. I would love to have brought a cardboard cutter of Aaliyah. They're like, yo, yo, fuckers, yeah. So I don't have friends. So what? So what? I have Aaliyah. What do you got, huh? <laughs> I've been great. So yeah. Hey, look at. I implore all of you to uh, do weird things in your life. Speaking of cardboard cutouts, I'm gonna tell you a weird story about something that I did at a at an office job that I hated. This was in Boston. Uh, I was working an office job, and on lunch break, we always went to Dunkin' Donuts, because that's what you do in Boston on your lunch break. You go to Dunkin' Donuts, and you get, well, at the time, I would get a medium regular iced coffee, usually, or a medium regular hot coffee, depending on the time of year, but usually a medium regular. What does that mean? Regular, you guys are wondering? This is how we do it in Massachusetts. We, regular means a regular amount of sugar and a regular amount of cream. If you want more, then you say extra, 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 extra cream, extra sugar. Or you could say medium light, which is light cream, light... Okay, you, you get it, what I'm saying. So I get a medium regular. Why am I telling you those details? I don't know. Maybe you give a shit. I'm lonely. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, one time I was in there and there was a cardboard cutout of Bill Belichick, the, uh, the wonderful coach of the New England Patriots. And so I decided I would... He was, I don't know, they were peddling some Dunkin' Donuts product, but it was a big cutout of Bill... And I stole it from the Dunkin' Donuts. I told my coworker, I go, oh, go out um, after I get my coffee, go outside and, and uh, pull up around the front with the car and open the door. And he's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, just open, just keep it ready for me. Keep it running. You're the getaway guy. Uh, little did he know he was the getaway driver in what would have been a, a petty crime. Because I snatched that Bill Belichick cardboard cutout on my lunch break, ran and jumped in the car and we drove away. Brought it back to the office and put it next to my desk. And uh, it was there for several hours until one point the general manager asked to speak with me in the office. I sat down and he was like, "Uh, Mr. Jones, what is that you have by your desk? And I was like, oh, that's Bill Belichick. Why do you have Bill Belichick next to your desk? And I was like, it's motivation, boss. This is motivation. This motivates us all. My whole group can look at Bill and be like, yes, we can be winners today, you know? And I thought that little speech would convince him. And he was like, please throw it out in the dumpster behind the building. Get it the fuck out of here. Or take it home with you, whatever you want. But you're weird and stop it. <laughs> I was like, I knew at that moment I wasn't ready for an office job. They didn't appreciate my colorful personality and, you know, the humor that I was trying to bring to the whole atmosphere, which I thought was necessary at the time because when you work in a cubicle, cubicle, and I'm sure some of you do, there are times when you just want to slit your wrist right there at the desk, right? <laughs> Well, no, don't slit your wrist. Listen to Jonesy on Weird AF News and you'll have things to laugh about. All right. Hey, what's up? It's Jonesy, Weird AF News. Yes, and I'm on YouTube as well. So if you want to actually watch me, follow the link. Press on the link that I'm putting in the description of the podcast. I want to give a shout out to a YouTuber that gave me a great compliment, Stelljoy, who said, love your content, man. Listen every day on my Google Mini. (laughs) I don't know what that is, but sounds amazing. You should be the number one news channel because other ones such as the BBC just bring negative shit news to you every morning. You know, I was thinking about that after you gave me this message, Stelljoy. And by the way, thank you for taking the time to send me a little happy note like that because that shit makes me feel great. Uh, I was thinking about that. Like, if you start your day with mainstream news like CNN and the BBC, you know, Fox... ABC, etc. Even reading the New York Times, or even I don't know, maybe even NPR. Uh, you you might start your day negatively because the news out there, the mainstream news, is is sort of uh, it's frightening and fucking scary and depressing. So that's a bad way to that's a bad state of mind to begin your day with. 
Look it. This is what I suggest you bring. You begin your day with, you know. And I'm a little biased. I apologize, but fuck, man, I gotta pimp myself out if nobody else is. <laughs> Start your day with weird AF news and a cup of strong coffee. That's like the best thing ever. First of all, coffee's amazing and it makes you feel good and it does happy things to your brain. Also, weird AF news does happy things to your brain because I'm bringing you stories that aren't scary and depressing and uh, you know. Oh, just overall bringing you down, you know, overall it's bringing you up and it's going to make you laugh. And if you start your day with coffee and laughter, I mean, what's better than that? And by the way, if any of you want to get coffee with me and you're in the LA area, just reach out to me because man, if there's one thing I love is coffee so much. And so if you're like, Hey Jonesy, I want to meet up with you and buy you a cup of coffee. Let's get on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I uh, also want to give a shout out to a couple of people who sent me emails with links to stories that uh, I think are really weird. Uriah. And, uh, and I want to give a shout out to Jen Dodson as well. Uh, thank you guys for reaching out on email. You can do so at funnyjones at gmail.com. I also, also had some calls. Uh, and my number is 646-450-2012. You can also call in. I had somebody call from, uh, from Dildo, Texas, very upset that I was making fun of bears. Um, whatever, dude. This is what happens. It's weird AF news. You know, I'm going to make fun of everything on here <laughs> eventually. <laughs> also, we got a guy from Georgia with a, uh, who now lives in Florida with a really funny story about getting, uh, getting busted selling weed. And then someone else who decided to do an 80s song parody about eating uh, psychedelic ants. And I mean, as you can see, I have the weirdest fans ever. And I'm so grateful because this is the kind of calls I get. <laughs> Those of you, by the way, watching the YouTube uh, videos, you don't get really uh, the full Weird AF News experience in that you don't get to hear the call-ins because I don't put those on video. You have to actually listen to the podcast to hear the call-ins. And you can do that by clicking the links in the description of the YouTube video. I've put in links to iTunes and Google and or just whatever podcast app that you use. Just type in a search Weird AF News and you can find me. Okay, let's get to some stories. I love you guys. Thank you for being my fellow weirdos and making me feel good. Hope I'm making you feel good as well. Hey, yeah, Jones. This is Sully from Dildo, Arizona. You know, I don't appreciate you picking on us uh, bear people. I own a bear ranch, and uh, I let kids, you know, ride around the bears and uh, put them through a series of obstacle, obstacle courses. It's like therapy. You know, they get better. Because kids are stupid, so this this makes them smarter. They learn don't don't piss off the bear. Yeah, that's that's what I do. So I'd appreciate a retraction on my behalf, and uh, you know don't make any snark remarks, snarky remarks about uh, the fact that I'm from a town called Dildo. Appreciate it, later, Jones. I ate ants. I ate some ants today. Then I tried, I tried to fly away, but couldn't get away. That was Flock of Seagulls on America's Top 40. Yes, this is uh, Greg Williamson. Um, I currently now live in uh, Hernando <clears throat> County, Florida. Uh, however, uh, I am from uh, Georgia originally, <clears throat> and uh, I listen to you on uh, on the Google Home 
But uh, what I'm calling about is you was talking about towns that start with uh, pornographic names or whatever. Uh, there is a Cummings, Georgia. However, what I'm calling about is at one time in my life, I did uh, uh, procure some um, some of my friends. And uh, at one time, I was in Charleston, South Carolina, procuring some marijuana. And um, I was arrested for with five pounds of marijuana sold to me by the police. Um, the <clears throat> I asked around about a lawyer and they told me the best lawyer available his name is Cumming Ball Gibbs Junior. Uh, I contacted Mr Junior and uh, Mr Ball or Mr or Gibbs and uh, uh he represented me in court. And uh, I was able to get off with two years probation. But uh, I thought that was a very unusual name, Cumming Ball Gibbs Jr. And if you don't believe me about this attorney, uh, you can Google him. He is, uh, uh, you can see him on Google. And I thought that might be something you need to know. Thank you, sir.